0: I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99.
1: This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously we are different. We're all you're getting.
0: Ah, We're all you need. They call themselves
2: the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective
0: clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss.
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Dad Badge Podcast, episode 17. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. Did you catch that Andor season finale? What an ending to an amazing new show in the Star Wars ethos. This is your first and final warning if you're listening. Full spoilers ahead. And you know I can't do it alone. With us as always, the other dad batchers, your space daddies. First up, after a week of rest and sour patch IV fluids, he's back. It's Joe, Laura. How are you, sir? I'm well, and I'm trying to perfect my my
2: mashed sour patch with uh, sour gravy uh, recipe, which is going to be on the dinner table tomorrow. Oh my it's going to be pretty good. What are you guys... What's wrong with you guys? <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you just get a... It's one ingredient. Sour patch, you just <laughs> mash it up.
4: Oh my god! And then you take,
2: and then you take another portion of an ingredients. You put it in a blender with a little bit of water and just uh, juice it up. Uh, uh, and then you just pour bad. that on top of what? You're not hungry? I imagine we'll something see else. you in
3: another two weeks when you're back from being sick again.
2: Yeah, from the hospital. For <laughs> yeah, something. It feels good to be back, guys. Like I was, uh, I was listening to the pod last week and I had some serious FOMO. Uh, but you guys sounded great as always. And it's it's kind of cool. It's weird. It's like you're on the other side, but you're kind of feel connected right? somehow because we're chatting as you do the thing and then you finish and then we're still chatting, so it's, it's How, weird. But but how'd
3: weird. you like how'd you like that holiday special intro? Dude, that
2: video? <laughs> the YouTube. If, if you have not seen YouTube, any our listeners and watchers, man, you gotta go back and watch. It's like it's like you shouldn't enjoy watching something. Oh, it's
3: cringe that
2: bad, but <laughs> it's it, oh, it's, it's cringe. It can't you it, can't help but laugh. Like I don't know, it's so yeah. cringy. Go watch it. Go watch it. <laughs> it's, it's, so, it's so bad.
3: Joe, have you ever had? Have you ever had um, the Sour Patch uh, that are like IP? soaked, soaked in alcohol? Uh, no. So somebody sent me DM'd
2: me uh, somebody that had one that was soaked. It had vodka and Sour Patch. And it showed like a like somebody that was like actually making it, you know, like a process with a a blender and ice and all this stuff. And then the person said, "Do not try this." I guess they tried it, and they said it was like they liked Sour Patch, but they don't like it anymore. So I was like, "Oh, okay, I gotta
0: probably steer clear of that one." Wow, good to know. There, yeah. There's a there's a we we like sour beers, and there's um, a local brewery here that does one that's like Sour Patch flavored. Like, the oh, really the can like kind of looks like it's like the same colors and everything. Blue and red and green. It's, yeah. yeah, it's a little, little over the top on the sweetness. A little too much.
2: Yeah. Now, but it was good. Uh, when I was, when I was down sick, um, my other son came down that weekend. I think I got it from him. Kids always get you sick. Kids always get you sick. No matter
0: what age. Uh, <laughs> no matter what
2: age. He brought it with him. But we hung out, and then he went back. I was sick all week. Um, but now both boys are back. So the whole the whole house is full. It feels really good when we're all united. Yeah. So I'm super happy. The boys Cruise are back in town. in town. Boys are back in town. It smells like farts. But <laughs> <laughs> it's cool.
3: <laughs> it's Your wife is back
2: too, right? There's... Yeah, she came back. She was visiting her her mom and her, her dad. And uh, I had to stay and watch the dog. But uh, but yeah, everybody's back, so it's good.
0: That Anyways. happens in my household guys, all the time.
2: Do you guys have big plans for um, Thanksgiving? Uh, it's just gonna be us. We thought we we're gonna have a um, couple of college friends of the you know the boys, but the, all the plans kind of fell through for that for them coming here, and we're just gonna fry a turkey, and it's gonna be amazing. Be careful. Oh, I'm I safety's first in this house. Okay. I, I mean just, you saw I, me put up Christmas lights, right? I, I mean I'm pretty I, sick. Like,
0: I came across a video of like all the turkey fried turkey fails. Yeah.
3: <laughs> so why do fried turkey fails happen so often? Is it You know why? I know why. So so it's this thing's, you know, the the oil. Yeah,
2: because people people dump the turkey in the oil too fast. You need to slowly slowly like slowly like and methodically, when you think it's like not boiling, just kind of slowly it, put it, it there. It can't
0: be frozen in any way. There's like – and you got to right. kind of act like oh, you yeah. know what you're doing too. If you're like – Oh, yeah. Don't be don't be a wuss. Like you and just got to go over there and – And then just, it falls and then it pours over and starts a fire. Yeah. People drop it too fast. That's
2: always, always, always the problem. Got it. Good yep. to know. Yep. Fried turkey is delicious though.
3: Um, oh, we ordered a okay. we we ordered a fried turkey for the family this year, but we, mm. we ordered it already fried. So Yeah, it's only forty five minutes for like a, a no. for a 14, 15 pound bird. Can't beat it. Joe, it is so good to have you back, man. Um looking forward to talking to you uh in the rest of the show. Yay. Next up, he's signed so many NDAs, his NDAs have <laughs> NDAs. It's <laughs> raining How are you, man? <laughs>
0: You can't talk about. I that. am, I he am can't good. Yeah, and no I can't. I,
3: I, I can't. Like you're gonna have to edit that out now.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> I'm I'm good. I uh, I got to do something kind of cool earlier this week on Monday. Um, so can't I can't talk about it. I got a, No, I'm allowed to talk about it. So our, I got a call from our friends at the uh, the, the Mayhew Foundation, uh, the from the Peter Mayhew. Uh, state. And, uh, they were doing, they did a, they got a huge donation of toys from Holocron toy store, which is based in Texas. And they were doing a big road trip. So they went to Texas, New Mexico, Arizona, and then California, and they were dropping off toys at like children's hospitals and, and places like that. So they were at, uh, at, uh, at chalk, the hospital here in, uh, in Orange County. And, uh, so we had, uh, Got got to deliver toys to like like fifty or sixty kids in the uh, in the different wards on in the hospital there. So wow. we had, had a Chewbacca with us, and then we had uh, Amy Allen who was uh, Aila Sakura in the prequels, and then uh, Katie O'Brien who is I think she's only credited as like communications officer or something like that in the Mandalorian, but she she's one of the Imperial officers in The Mandalorian. And they were both great, so um, had a good time going and handing out toys to the kids.
3: Very cool. Did you dress up or were you kind of like POC? Uh, I Red did dress word.
1: up. So space was super limited. So like there was no room for an extra body. And so it was, so I had my Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. So we had the Mandalorian and Chewbacca
3: and then two Star Wars stars handing out toys. It was pretty cool. Oh, nice. Um, I haven't, I haven't done a, uh, oncology visit since COVID since isolation. Has it changed at all? So um, I, uh, I don't know. I this this was
1: actually my first time going to chalk. So I I don't have that experience from before. Oh, really? But but what I yeah I I'd, I'd always send other people instead of yeah. myself. So, um, spreading the love. So we had to show vaccination cards at the door. Actually, actually I'm thinking about that. No, we showed IDs. They had told us to bring our vaccination cards, but then they never asked us for them. They had to wear a mask. Um, and then there was, I'd say once we got onto the oncology ward, maybe half of the kids, like they were in isolation. So we could walk up to the door and the kids could walk up to the door, but nobody mm. could cross that line. It's, I mean, you mm. could still be there like face to face with the kid, but we couldn't come into the room and they couldn't come out. So
4: that so was, was the experience. No, I
1: don't know if no that was a different. hand holding this time. Uh, yeah. But again, that was only some of the kids. So mm-hmm. there were some that we could come all the way in and completely interact, had no problems. Oh.
0: Cool. I'm glad you got to do that. That, that chalk is a really unbelievable facility. So yeah, that's, yeah. I'm glad you got to do impressive. that. Randall. With how long you've been in the Legion too, and all this stuff you guys have done. That's, that's really cool. It's a tough one. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. We're wearing our helmets. Yep.
1: No, getting ready. I got, so I got, I'm going to be out of town next week. I'm, I'm planning on being able to be here to record next Wednesday. We'll see what that looks like. Cause I'm going to be in Vegas for a conference. Um, Amazon's got their big reinvent conference out there. So I'll be out there for that. Um, uh, this Sunday is the Hollywood Christmas parade. So I know at least, uh, at least a couple of us, if not more will of us here on the show will be there. So come out and cheer us on as we
3: march by. I think we've got, between all the clubs, we've got about 200 people. So for the, for the locals to Southern California who have never been to the parade, um, can you tell us a little bit more about it? Uh, yeah. So the Hollywood, so it's the Hollywood
1: Christmas parade. It gets televised usually like the s- end of the first week, middle of the second week sometime, of December. So even though we're going to do it the Sunday after Thanksgiving and it's always the Sunday after Thanksgiving, um, we start right uh, pretty much there at like Hollywood and Highland kind of spot. And it's a, it's a three mile course. I'm not good with all the streets cause I just follow whoever's in front of us and, and we make our <laughs> way back around to, to where we started. But uh, um, it, Shuts down big chunk of Hollywood for several hours of the day,
3: um, and for people that want to go watch, it's free, right?
1: Yeah, I mean you can uh, you can go park kind of anywhere along the route, and then just walk your way in, and, and there's just you know anywhere on the sidewalk along the side of the road.
0: Oh, Very we cool. were bad batch last year in it, huh?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Dang,
0: yeah, oh, yep. That's, That's when I right. cut my foot. I have a scar in the back of my ankle from that.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I have two scarves
2: perfectly um, on my lower back on the side not not a not not where a tramp stamp should be but on the side where it should be. so if, so if I had, if there were parentheses for tramp stamps that's what I have that and was it's your just, first. it's basically the the, the backpack just kind of rubbing right. the, my back my back armor for three miles dude oh
3: Joe was that that was your first Hollywood parade right?
2: Yeah dude. Red carpet with you guys? Are you kidding me? That was so that was sick. Yeah, yeah, that
0: was fun.
1: Yeah, and that's that's cool. So at the very beginning, once we kind of step off, the first thing we hit is the red carpet, and that's the part that's televised. And you know, everybody's kind of in formation, and you know, march straight ahead, and kind very of official, minimal waving and things, very official. And then you hit the end of the red carpet, and then it's kind of you know, just, then you can start wave. Three
2: miles of, yeah, it's three
1: miles of trying to save smile and wave, and smile and wave. Yep. Yeah,
3: it was good. The crowd loved it though. Well that's awesome um I won't see you there this year Remy. I'll be moving but uh I hope you guys have a great time I'm sad Just the batch involved. I'm sad the full batch won't be there yeah, oh, yeah. They, they still
1: wouldn't let me wear echo
3: yet anyways <laughs> Dude, next up his college metallurgy class was pass or fail and yet he still came out with a grade of chrome. <laughs> It's John Rodriguez. How are you, man? <laughs> hey, yo. Good. How are you doing? Good, man. How are you?
4: Good, good. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I, I've embraced the good. So it's the only How time I ever week? say it. It was fine. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> i think steven spit water out his nose yeah <laughs> yeah
3: i should call uh, you mr nda because there's stuff that you can't talk about. oh now, yeah I, I, like... I
4: had something cool happen uh, you got today. another printer well, no not that yeah we'll talk about that in the work in the uh, the workbench but um yeah yeah something cool happened today that i can't talk about uh, i'll talk about it eventually wh- when whatever when he's that famous. Well, that would happen, but, um, yeah, everything else is splendid. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, everything I want to talk about is in different segments. So yeah, I had a great week. Thank you.
3: <laughs> and last, but never least live from Mount Ninja Turtle. It's the shredder himself, Brian Cook. <laughs> what's up man
0: ninja turtle hey what's up how's it going? you're the shredder i did go shredding today i went snowboarding for the first time in four years it was a blast whole family wow we had an awesome time it was great weather was perfect sun was shining snow was soft it was a good time was it It fresh powder no not fresh powder they they uh it was mostly man-made blown snow oh but they had a little bit of snow um but it was just nice and spring like warm. Is that high elevation where you're at? <laughs> it's like, no, where we're at, not, nah. but where the mountains are is it like, it's like 4,500 or something like that. Yeah, it's so, not too bad. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's enough. Um, but yeah, good. Had a crazy work week last week and kind of wrapped that up yesterday. And I had actually had some phone calls today I had to do, but um, got that caught up and. Getting ready to enjoy some food tomorrow. A little Thanksgiving action at the over at the neighbor's house. And uh
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. I've been meaning to ask you. This is your first Thanksgiving away from California. Yeah. Away yeah. from home. Yeah so, yeah. so what what are the plans? Mm. So neighbor?
0: Yeah. My neighbors behind us are good friends. Uh they have a big house and they've got a couple of their uh families come over and they have a big house. and They're like, no, come on over. You guys can come over here. So kind of potluck style. So I'm going to make some smoked garlic mashed potatoes on the mm. Traeger. So that's, that's going to be nice. That's my nice. contribution. So smoked garlic nice. mash.
3: Yeah. We're doing that. Is, there, yeah. is, there, is that like your signature dish? I, th- yeah. I feel like we all have a signature dish. No. I mean, I wanted – I told them I wanted them
0: i told him i wanted to make a turkey like a whole turkey because i've been seeing uh, i've never brined a turkey and i hear that's the jam so i want you gotta brine it it. i want to brine it and then smoke it uh but he was like oh uh everyone kind of brings one thing and it was turkey was already established so but i got a turkey he said for christmas i can do for christmas so i got the turkey in the uh, is
3: this one that you hunted yourself, or is this No, one? I want to do that
0: too. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I did this week. I did some hunting training, so actually had some sniper training, and it was actually interesting because I did well, <laughs> ironically. <laughs> so that I mean, was gotta you slide. are a crosshair, yeah, you fire puncher.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's not ironic. I, it's brought, in, I brought that on, on character. I brought Tell me, you wore the shoulder, energy. shoulder bell and had the and had the uh,
0: <laughs> rifle on the the fin. I would have got some weird looks at the range, but uh, <laughs> it might have worked out. So, yeah, I'm actually going hunting uh, hunting with my neighbor next week. So, hopefully, uh, you know, I don't know. We talk about what we do here, so I guess no one cares. But some people are not into hunting or whatever, but <laughs> I eat meat. Yeah. so People are I'd checking like in comes to from, see how your hunting's so.
2: going. Yeah. Well, meat's <laughs> good.
3: I don't, yeah. don't
0: care who you are. It's good. Looking forward to getting some venison on the table, so. But yeah, next year, I was like, oh, next year, I'll get my own turkey. Why not? That'd be kind of fun. There's, tur- there's turkey hunting season. So I think it's... Pluck them feathers. In October. Nah, no, I take it to a place and let them do it. <laughs> let, let them process pluck it. Pluck the yeah. feathers. cut that neck in. And...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't have to do that. I shoot it. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. But man, I'm glad. On. I'm glad the whole posse's um, on here. This is cool.
3: Yes. It feels good to have everybody back.
0: Boba Fett, the ship you seek is nearby.
1: <laughs> okay, so it's the Dad Batch Holiday Special Chrome Tono Raffle benefiting the National Down Syndrome Society. So over 5,000 children are born with Down syndrome in the U.S. alone every year. The National Down Syndrome Society, or NDSS, is the leading human rights organization for all individuals with Down syndrome and strives for a world in which all people with Down syndrome have the opportunity to enhance their quality of life and realize their dreams. Many of our listeners are probably familiar with the Galvin family and our dearest friend Indy Speeder, who lives her best life every day showing the world that Down syndrome will never get in her way. To help Indy show the world that Down syndrome will not define her, from Life Day, November 17th, through Christmas Day, December 25th, the team from the Dad Batch podcast will be adding new items every week to our exclusive Chrome Cam Tono, which we will be raffling off in a special episode to be released on December 25th. Listen in every week to hear what else we will be adding to the Chrome Tono to sweeten the deal. And don't worry, we fully expect the Kermtono will be overflowing with loot, but that won't stop us from adding to the pile. So don't think of it in terms of what will fit inside of a Camtono; It's going to be more than that. Every dollar you donate to NDSS through the page that we will give you a link to will get you an entry to the raffle. You can only afford to donate a dollar? That's okay, you're still a rock star in our eyes, and you're still in the running with one entry. Want to reach for the stars and donate 100 to up your chances? We'll be your best friends forever, and you'll have 100 entries to win, and so on. So join the Dad Batch and our amazing friend Indy in celebrating the holidays from Life Day through Christmas as we help raise money for a fantastic cause that's near and dear to our hearts. So go visit give.ndss.org slash dadbatch and make your
4: donation today.
3: Last week we said, John, you were going to be putting in some of those blasters, right? The holdouts?
4: Uh, yeah, I'm going to throw in one of those. Uh, I don't know which one, the red or the green one, whichever one okay. is. Nicer, I guess. Yeah. So I'm going to throw one uh, of those in.
3: Brian, Brian said you were gonna you, you were gonna put in a thermal detonator. Oh, nice. Um, At least one.
0: Hopefully, one with the LED inside, right? I'm gonna make a few thermal detonators. So <laughs> more Catch than one. So I just got to get to work with some printing. I'm waiting on some materials to get that done. Uh, we might have some contributions from some outside sources for some different things. Have been getting kicked around, so. I don't oh know if yeah, you spoil uh, cool. that,
4: but uh Meganeath, a buddy of mine gonna... also. So, yeah, um, go, ahead. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, Brian, go ahead. Oh, well, I was saying
0: uh I, I don't, I'm gonna mess up his name.
4: It's David, right?
0: David Meganeath. Neth, yeah. Meganeath. David, yeah. David Neth, yeah. He's gonna be contributing some smaller version of Cad Bane Blasters. So Ooh. Oh cool. That's okay. A sweet and, little deal. So
4: and uh my buddy Kiefer is going to donate he wants to donate a resin cast a raw resin cast uh mandalorian helmet which is like his personal Ooh. design which is it's a really cool design um nice, which so i cool. thought was cool yeah he told me today so throw that in there boop shout out to david and shout out to Kiefer
2: wait do you think do you think people would want a raw cast of that or do they do they want john
4: to
3: kind of do his thing
4: they like definitely things? want a raw cast yeah <coughs> <laughs>
3: So well, I guess we of have them. the resin. <laughs> plus we have the resin from Frozen. Plus yep. we have the Alumiluster uh,
4: from Imperial sources It's a whole quart. It a quart, yeah. It's insane. It's Ooh, a whole a quart, yeah. Okay, so little backstory to that. Yeah, I went. I went to pick it up from Sam. He was actually going to donate one of the smaller uh, bottle or whatever it is, like a can or something, whatever. The small one, which I don't even know what the size is. It's just a small can, and uh, he was actually going to donate two. And, and I told him, well, it's just one winner. So, you know, one's fine. You know, no big deal. I didn't want to take too much from him. He's like, oh, it's just one. OK, here. And he hands me the quart. I'm like, oh, my God. So there it is. John, yeah, what he, is the retail value on that court? Uh, it's like 500 bucks. I a, think a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's an expensive. It's a lot uh, of imperial uh, credits. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's like. Um, <laughs> thank you so
3: much. Yeah, uh, Sam's a G. Shout out to Sam. Tech, you're on the hook for some glasses, correct?
2: Yeah, the Frozen uh, printed these glasses, which I'm. it's so easy. I'm just going to paint these up, pop in some glow forged cut lenses, put a little red light, and have a nice little nose, you know, piece there so it's comfortable. And you can bound in these, you know, if you want to be tech, you know.
3: Nice. Cool. I'm sure that's going to come with some Sour Patch. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Well, I'll, big, I'll I will be also throwing in, uh, this week, I'll be throwing in some brand new clone boots. Whoa. Thanks to our friend uh, Giovanni from Crow what? Uh, what? Yes, these are brand new clone boots, uh, size 12. Um, hey. But they also have the full zipper.
4: I can squeeze into those. And
3: fully yeah. lined. So those will be, wow. I don't, they're not going to fit inside the Chrome Tono, but uh, those will be. One shoe great. would fit.
0: Pretty sure you donated the Chrome Tono in all its glory as well. So that as well. Oh, yeah. I did. That's right. Did. Yeah. I'm um, going to be printing my Rami. thermal detonators here soon on the, on the oh, Prozone resin. Speaking so thanks,
4: of, I, I handed the Chrome Tono over to Juan. So and and the paint oh. and the the, the luma Luster. So he's going to take some photos, I think, with Indy. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He's like, I'll get back to him. I'm like, it's fine. Just take it. Donate and enter. Amy, do you have anything
1: uh, that you want to talk about yet? I've got some things in mind, not ready to quite disclose that. But I think what, what I'm learning from listening to this crazy list that we've got going here just after one week alone, we're going to need a place where we can kind of put kind of inventory all of this stuff. So I think what I'm going to do is on the on the website, I'm going to set up a special page and we can take pictures and post pictures of, so we've got like a running list so that people can see everything that we've donated into into the loot pile so far. Yeah. So I'll get that going here over uh, the course of this next week and we'll be able to uh, give people a link to that next week. Nice. And uh, and we'll go from there. And then we'll, it'll be a kind of a running tally. And then I also I reached out to the folks at NDSS today. They're supposed to send me kind of weekly updates on how the campaign's doing, but I think with the holiday and everything they were out today, so I didn't get this week's, right. but next week we'll definitely have some numbers we can share.
3: Well, thank you everybody for the amount of shares, reposts, comments that y'all did on our Chrome Tono posts from last week. Let's keep it going again this week. Like Ramy said, every dollar counts. Uh, and thank you again, everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, Follow us at dadbatchpod on Instagram, and you can support the show by grabbing a t-shirt or some stickers at thedadbatch.com. Gentlemen, let's get into this.
0: This garbage is nothing like clone armor.
2: Looks a little tight on you, old man.
3: Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys. Who is working on what?
4: I I recently got that second Jupiter I mentioned last week. And it was like all beat up in the box. Like three of the four leg uh boots were completely cracked or like semi cracked or semi broken. Uh one of them was completely bent. Like I don't know if I'm gonna be able I, I got it to to stand and, and be level, but it's it, uh, all, all the screws were loose. I had to tighten all the screws. Um, there's a crack in the, in the glass, but it works. It works. Uh, I've been printing some stuff. I printed a, a pauldron on it. The, the Beskar dingiron pauldron. Uh, I just popped it off uh, today and it's decent. It's been cold. So the print came out with some styrations, some lines, but um, otherwise it works. So I'm stoked on that. And, um, I'm not going to mention the heavies from now on until I'm finished with them all. Cause it's just going to be people hearing that every week and it's already annoying me. So, um, yeah, I'll just mention when I'm done with those. Um, and other than that, uh, that's pretty much it for workbench. Um, just stoked on the new printer, the, the temperature needs to go up a bit so we can, act, so I can actually you know take advantage of it but stoked on it
1: it's probably worth talking about that for a minute i think we've all started to notice as it's cooling down we've noticed a difference in the behavior of our resin printers like yep. I mean, we're all having trouble getting stuff to work so that's it's just I, something to consider
4: the the raft on the print uh, so i had The pauldron was printing, and the raft like half the half of the raft peeled off almost, but the print was somehow still intact. And it wasn't all the layers; it was like most of the layers. I think I don't know what's going on. And on this other print that's on my 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 Jupiter, the one I I purchased uh, originally, same thing. I'm printing a thigh on it right now, and it's printing perfectly somehow but the like the back right side or the back left side is completely peeling off and, but it's holding somehow it's and it's almost done. It's got a few hours left and, it, and it's no, and it, you can't tell it's messed up. It's beautiful. It's perfect. But I don't know if that's the cult cause I leveled everything right before I, I printed those. So um, I think it's something to do with the, the temperature messing with the resin and you know, it's not ideal. Yeah, the I viscosity guess. changes on the mm-hmm. resin. And-
3: so, so one thing that I can tell you guys is um, on, on the uh, Facebook user groups, <clears throat> a lot of the manufacturers of the resin have been saying that in the colder climates, increase the lift distance. So like between layers, you need to lift your plate like an extra two to four millimeters um, and then the rest time needs to be longer. So instead of like a one second or two second rest time, it should be like three or four seconds rest time. And the lift speed needs to be uh, decreased as well. Yeah. I mean, honestly, foods. people should be doing that anyways, because
1: I just, yeah. if you can stomach the extra time, the slower lift speed helps with so much. But that all makes sense because if the if it's colder, the viscosity is going to be thicker On the resin and it needs more time and more distance for new resin to flow in, especially under these big build plates like on a Jupiter where, you know, that thing comes down, especially on the the early layers and it's mashing all of that resin out. It's got to have time to flow completely back in. So,
4: Hmm,
3: um, And so one of the reasons that you like miss a few layers in the middle, but then it like somehow... Like it like catches up. up, yeah. Right, it, that's because the LCD that's under there is generating heat. So as mm-hmm. the resin, uh, it's, uh,
4: it's making it less viscous with, re- the, with right. the light. But as the as
3: as the light. amount of resin reduces, it heats up faster.
4: Right, because it's thinner. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. less volume. Mm. Science, man. It's just it, yeah, it's science. Pretty, it's pretty cool. It has
3: to be like it's a whole mm-hmm, shot. Everything so nice. has to be perfect. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to print anything this week, but I did receive something in the mail that I ordered probably, Oh gosh, I think I ordered this. When did Kenobi air? Was that May? Yes. Yes. So June. So I ordered this back in June. I got my Darth Vader Kenobi helmet Oh from, this is from Pew Pew crafts. Oh was, uh, yeah. This Dude. is the one that they use like photogrammetry on. Yeah. Um, so how's it look? I've seen I've seen the actual helmet in person, um, both on and off the actor, uh-huh. and I can tell you that this is pretty darn close,
4: dude. Um, they look so. The
3: proportions good. are good. The weird asymmetry on the helmet is so okay. So the the actual helmet that they used for Kenobi was an it was a New Hope helmet that was digitally scanned. And then cleaned up, and then printed, all by Lucasfilm.
4: Wow! So <laughs>
3: I know that I know that in the Sith Lord detachment and and a lot of the Darth Vader groups, they go, they kind of go back and forth on, you know, who, what maker built what part of what helmet that that Lucasfilm reused and all that stuff. I I I was able to talk. Oh, gosh, I can't say too much, but.
4: You've already I can, said I
3: too can much. <laughs> I can guarantee that it was in a new hope. It was an original helmet in the archives that was scanned and cleaned up, and it's a digital asset now Damn. from Lucasfilm. So, unlike Rogue One, which yes was a fan, um, a fan cast that was later than modified by Lucasfilm, uh, the Obi Wan Vader is is. One hundred percent their own, um, but so comparing this one, it's it's pretty darn good. I, I do like the way that, so it's it's like a polyurethane cast, but with fiberglass between the layers. So it's it's weird. It's like um, gosh, it's it's so hard to show you guys because it's all black, but you can see inside here. Let me see if I can oh get the yeah. Way. You can see the gloss. It looks just like a. It looks just like a slush cast, hmm. but on the edges, I can see different layers of fiberglass within it. So, so it's like I don't transparent. Know, this is like, I, I've never seen anybody do this before. It's either hmm. it's either normal, regular, like fiberglass, um, like hand laid, and or, they're in Poland, right? Or resin. Yes, they're in Poland.
4: So maybe they're just using whatever they have available. What's available? I mean, I don't want to sound ignorant. I'm sure they have access to materials similar to what we use or what, what those Vader makers use, but that might be the case as well.
3: Well, I'm very happy with it. I haven't decided if I'm going to do this clean, it looks like Obi wan Obi wan Vader's clean one was, or if I'm going to do the the wrecked one from their battle. <laughs>
4: No, don't wreck it. It looks so good. We'll see. If you're going to wreck it, wreck like a
1: Hasbro one or something. Don't wreck that. Yeah, fab. bro. True.
3: Come on. Joe, send me your Hasbro Vader so I can wreck it. No. <laughs> no. No. <laughs>
2: that
0: was so quick. No. No.
2: I like it. That was on my Glowforge quite a bit last week. Um, even though I was coughing up a lung, I was in the garage and I hadn't used it Really used it. Um, I have this... $3,000 machine that's just kind of sitting in my garage cutting tech lenses and that's it. Um, but, uh, but this cool, um, this cool campaign that, that Honda supply is, is, uh, is doing for mission 22, which is another nonprofit that, uh, I'm somewhat familiar with helping veterans and the whole PTSD thing and suicide awareness, that kind of thing. Um, he, uh, he got some really cool files and we got a hold of these files and I was testing out the Glowforge and it's not consistent is what I found. And I think, honestly, I think what it is, it's the materials of plastic. So not all, not all acrylic is the same and uh, you can get the same thickness, but th- those little chemicals they put in there, I was just finding some different, it was kicking my butt for a while. So I went through a lot of plastic last week, a lot of plastic. And it smelt like burnt plastic, too. It's pretty toxic.
4: Thank you for all that, Joe, for that trial. Yeah, and error Thank you. Oh, no. and, and yeah, it was fine. It, it was because yeah, we all sure. got those and it, pieces from you. So thank you.
2: But it was fun to, to work on my own project. And, uh, you know, I had the idea in my head, but then actually see it come out was kind of cool. Right. So I think that's the thing. I've never really been creative like that because normally I've been building costumes that I see and then I try to build. This was something that. I had to kind of come up on my own, and it was fun to do. So I sent that in to, to Mike, and uh, was pretty pretty proud of it. But um, and then now I'm printing with the rest of my frozen, uh, beady beady legs or beady feet. So I have all my beady parts done, but I want heavy feet, and resin is the perfect material for this thing, so it doesn't move. So those should be done, I think, probably in about four hours, and I'll I'll be happy with that. Sick. But yeah,
0: that's all I'm doing. That's what, that's what I worked on was, uh, what you sent and by worked on, uh, started yesterday when it came yesterday. So <laughs> working on, a uh, pieces for, uh, Honda supplies ornament project, which I'm super stoked that us as a group are each doing it individually. So when y'all see the ornament project go up, you can pick your favorite bad batch member, or you can buy the whole set, Oh yeah. which would be amazing um, if you wanted the full set, uh, which would be super cool. But that's it. Uh, I've been working. I've been traveling. I did put up our Christmas lights, and that is kind of like a workbench. So, um, yeah, <laughs> hopefully uh, in the next upcoming weeks, I'll, I'll start uh, making some stuff. So I need to make some uh, some thermal so Yeah. Mm-hmm. As soon as my materials come to in, work. I'm start getting to work. That's it for me.
1: Cool. Um, also working on an ornament for Hondo Supplies Ornament Project. Um, I, I, I like that we're all doing our own kind of individual characters so spin on each of them. So mine's got a, a certain degree of interactivity to it that, that'll be unique from what everyone else is doing. And, and everyone else has something that's true to their character too. So I think it's cool. Um I'm mostly done with the Inquisitor mask. Um, and I, I but what I did, I've found some good fabric for to do the hood and that the big cowl that he's got, the cape and everything. So I'll get started on that here at some point probably this weekend. I'm um, still working on the daft punk pieces. Um, I've got the glove stuff, the blacks laid down on all the glove parts. Um, all all, the all world, of the glove world, parts
3: and, the world, and
1: i got i got the helmet will get painted and so uh, by the end of this weekend i will have the helmet and gloves uh, black and gloss in fact i can bring those to you on sunday john
4: what sunday the
1: hollywood christmas parade, the parade oh, bro
4: oh, it's already on sunday oh my goodness this sunday. this sunday, <laughs> sunday <laughs> i am so sunday, sunday, my, sunday. i'm so distracted with other things
0: Welcome to the podcast.
4: Yeah. Oh, my goodness. What the heck? So I'll
1: make, I'll make sure that I get uh,
2: the helmet oh piece my God. Uh, and the glove pieces. Uh, John, ready you're me. glad you're coming to the podcast because this is where you learn where you well, need to mo- be.
4: Monday, <laughs> Monday morning, I need to be somewhere for uh, something important.
2: Not, not Sunday afternoon. You'll, but you'll be done with the parade by like 9
0: o'clock. The struggle is real, I'm Sorry.
4: We'll see. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's fine. Be- being it's awesome fine. is hard. That's it's, right. It's, there you go. We'll be done by 9. I'm going to be at
2: Disneyland on Monday. That'll be fine.
1: Yeah, I've got to be in Vegas Monday morning. Yeah. So, I'm leaving the parade. Vegas, I'm, I'm literally Vegas. leaving the parade and
2: driving straight to Vegas. So, Vegas baby.
1: Uh, I, I feel like I got a billion things going on, but that's kind of all I had on my list for for here. So,
3: shoot. Sunny. Well, we do have Oh wait, hold on a
1: second.
0: We're being hailed this encryptions do this might take a while
1: okay so I, I'm guessing everybody has seen the news it seems like it has been all over uh, at least my feed uh, uh, Bob Chepek is out as Disney CEO uh, Bob check <laughs> yeah and Bob Iger is back so I've seen a lot of I, I've seen mixed reviews on that a lot of people are both happy and I've seen a lot of people that are not happy so
3: feel, Steven. <laughs> He's happy. Yeah, Still going. <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> <laughs> action.
2: Somebody's a little happy.
1: Someone's <laughs> happy. <laughs> so, so I take it the person in charge of the uh, control board is happy.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a Mexican wave. Yeah. And that, uh, as far as I know, that's effective immediately. So Bob Iger is back. Yep. Um, moving on down the line. So John Kasdan has been doing press tour for Willow and has mm-hmm. been talking a lot about Solo, oddly enough. I'm Both getting questions about it and, and, and kind of talking on it. He acknowledges that he supports the whole Make Solo 2 Happen campaign that's out there, and uh, and he would like to see Alden Ehrenreich return. Um, yeah. But, but no indication that... Anything specific is planned, but but he supports the idea. So if if there was enough momentum out there to to make it happen, he would love to be on board with that. Um, a little bit of Andor news. I know we're going to talk about this. I, um, I won't bleed the article dry. It's, Wall Street Journal has an article about how um, the designers for Andor intentionally kind of went as analog as they could go, and I think that you you see that. There's not only are there a lot of throwbacks to things that we've seen in uh, in the original trilogy, but just the the control boards and everything, I, they really, really dug deep and did a good job making those things look, you know, tactile switches and buttons and um, that whole analog world. I, in, I, I just love in the episode that we, uh, that we'll talk about in a little bit uh, that the computer, not the, the camera thing that's in Bix's mm-hmm. cell, it's the same kind of what six TV little monitor mm-hmm. things that you saw in the detention block in a new hope. So mm-hmm. They did great with that kind of stuff. And then a lot of Indiana Jones news going on. So um, before we get into the bulk of it, uh, on uh, December 1st, Brazil's Comic-Con Experience Convention, um, kind of an odd venue, but Lucasfilm is actually doing a panel there, doing a presentation there. So they're going to be promoting both Mandalorian Season 3 and Indiana Jones. Um, So maybe we'll see... A trailer, or for for one or both of those things, or some content start to come out of those. I know that Lucasfilm has been trying to release content at venues beyond just kind of the normal ones that you'd expect. So we might see something get uh, get announced or released after that December first panel.
3: That and that must be when they're doing the um, Bad Batch season two trailer.
1: No, that's going to be tomorrow, right? It's Thanksgiving. Oh, right. I'm sorry, that's what that's we've right. been saying. You're right. You're right. I forgot. So that's that's our uh, our fan casting. event. it. Uh, then Empire Magazine, so the January 2023 issue of Empire Magazine's got uh, everyone's favorite archaeologist, Indiana Jones, on the cover, and uh, there's just a ton of articles. I don't even think I could do it justice trying to go through all of them, but one of the things, there's a note that came out. Uh, so Phoebe Waller-Bridge's character, uh, Helena, which we, we knew uh, based off of the, uh, the John Williams song when he played her theme that we played a few episodes back. Uh, They confirmed that she is Indiana's goddaughter, which I think Mm. we talked about here weeks and weeks and weeks ago. So you heard it here first folks, but now uh, Empire is coming out with the official announcement. Um, The opening sequence for the film is said to have uh, employed a de-aged Harrison Ford. So I don't, I haven't seen any Footage or mm-hmm. any imagery come from that, but that will be part of the opening sequence. So it starts with a flashback to him at an earlier time. And then the last thing I've got a note for here. Um, oh, so the, the film takes place in 1969, and yet still, like the, the, nice. the Nazis, the Nazis are still the bad guys, as they are in every Indiana Jones film. So <laughs> um, even though this is well after uh, World War II, uh, they're still. They're still involved somehow, and we know from the pictures that have been in the Empire Magazine um, spread that that they've released that Indiana's present at the uh, the New York parade where they had the astronauts from the one of the Apollo missions, like they were the big ticker tape parade. Um, so he's present for that, and that's part of the scenery for one of the sequences of the film. So. Um, that kind of, that imagine Indiana Jones is now still doing his thing when people are walking on the moon. It's kind of a trip. Huh? And I intentionally tried to go through all that quick because we've got so much to cover on a pre Thanksgiving episode. So that is it for the news.
0: Very thorough. Nice. George has
1: this hopeful story and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him, uh, you know after we've been making things uh, without them, is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it.
3: All right, guys, let's get into the meat and potatoes here. Andor episode 11, we have The Daughter of Ferex. Episode 12, we have Rick's Road. There was just so much packed into these two episodes, yet it never felt... Fast-paced. It always felt like tense, which is just Mm -hmm. you know, it's a tribute to to Tony Gilroy's uh, directing style. Tech. I'm curious to hear what did you think of the final two episodes.
2: Oh man! I mean, to see everybody in the universe at Ferrex, basically like (laughs) those. If you weren't at Ferrex, then then you know you just weren't in Star Wars. Uh, It was pretty wild to see how everything all came to that location and it was all building up. And, um, I think I got to, I guess in my favorite part, two favorite parts, obviously Merva's speech, uh, when it was shown massive hologram, uh, hologram just shown in the, in the sky over the right before the chaos was about to occur. That was pretty sweet. And then, and then my, my boy in the, in the bell tower, just wailing on that, <laughs> on that, dang, dang. And then that poor TK went up there to try to handle it. And guess what? He didn't handle it.
4: Got handled.
1: Uh, yeah. When they, <laughs> when they sent that TK to go get the, the bell ringer guy, so I thought, man, they'd better not do anything to that guy. That's my boy.
2: <laughs> I, I was Honestly, hoping he was going to stick that hammer right through his chest, you know, like, yeah. yes. Bam! And, and then he just got off the playing. side of the
0: tower. It was yep. pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty much a 300.
4: This is yeah. barracks.
2: And then kicked him right <laughs> It was I like good. How, it was
4: good. Yeah, go ahead. I like I like how in not this episode but the one before, um, he went back to that like hotel room where he stayed or whatever, like to get his money. What well, what well, you know he like snuck in and uh, there was an alien sleeping or something, and and he you know, he had to be really you know I, I thought he lost the money like back when he got arrested. I'm like ah oh, money's gone. Housekeeping got it, whatever, and he just went you know snuck in and grabbed his stuff and left. And that
3: housekeeping cool. got it.
4: Well, you know. <laughs> yeah. I would assume after like months in jail.
3: Okay, so the aliens that were in the bed did okay. Was this like a 007 thing where like he slept with them?
4: No, I think or, he, uh, or was, was he just, think sneaking he just what? Yeah, because it was it one alien. Like I mean, I didn't see it that way, but it looked like a couple. Why would aliens? he have to
1: sneak out if that was the case?
2: Andor has standards, bro. Andor like has ethics, like
4: bro.
3: Yeah.
4: I mean, he only kills people, right? That's yeah. it. <laughs> And um, I love the uh, end credit scene. No one's mentioned it yet, I guess. So, or, you know, uh, which was which was Stephen. Y- y- kudos, you were spot on. You want to bring were spot on. <laughs> I have it. I have it paused right yeah. now on that scene because I was watching it on mute while we were all uh, chatting. And it's it's spot on, bro. It's it's pieces of like the solar panels that go underneath. The metal finish of did the, Stephen,
2: the dish. Stephen really call it? Did Stephen
3: really call it? Yeah, I'm yeah. the writer, man. He you said this? for the dish? I am the writer now.
4: What episode? Yeah, he's. Like, <laughs> it be it's uh. Yeah, he nailed it. Somewhere. He nailed it. Loved it. I mean,
1: they yeah. had so many different threads that they had to pull together in this one episode. I mean, they had Deidre and her her whole arc, Mon Mothma. I mean, obviously I love Kat, Cassian Luthan <laughs> and all of his Luthen's people that are trying to get Cassian, the whole Marva uh, storyline. Um, you know, the, I, I'm bad. I don't remember the dude's name, but like the one guy that was like the run a cop at the beginning. And he's kind Surreal. of Cyril. Cyril. Yeah, exactly. Like, like I, it was so elegantly done on how they brought all of it together in one episode. I didn't see how they were going to do it going into it. And yet they pulled it off perfectly.
3: Okay, so when she says to him, I suppose I should say I should. Po- I suppose I should thank you now, and he's like, "Oh, you don't have to." Because
4: yeah, like, he was like, "My pleasure, baby." Like, right? Yeah, we was, were in love she him.
3: like? Was she into you right there? It looked I,
4: like they were gonna kiss. I thought. They were I gonna thought gonna that's kiss. where it was right? going. Yeah. It looked like she I mean, to. We don't to- see them.
3: We don't see them for the rest of the episode, so let's just assume. Uh, I was and hoping, hoping someone threw a
0: thermal detonator in there and blow both of them up. <laughs> <laughs> oh I got so I gotta say,
2: I got to say I Brian, I think I think your theory's right also with the uh, Nimic. Yes. We got to hear some of the manifesto. And the voice?
0: Yeah. Did you that notice? Owns. Did you notice? The manifesto was digital. Yep. It yes. wasn't a book.
4: That's what I said was when, when you
0: mentioned it the
1: first time. Yeah, I think I think you're going to be right on that one too. I think you're right, dude.
2: Just like Again. Steven. and I, am uh-huh. I think,
1: I think a little bit of B2, I think a little bit of B two, emo gets gets mixed in there with
0: maybe, with Nemec. yeah, I, the, I, that I loyalty it. that he's got plus the fire that Nemec has. Yeah, for sure. I don't even remember the last episode cuz the finale is and it's it's on right now while I'm watching this. Let me the finale I don't I don't I don't
3: want to like break everything down, but let me go through yeah. some bullet points. Um Cool. So, episode 11, Daughter of Ferrix, we have Death of Marva. We have Cassian and Melshi climbing up the mountain as they escape. Um and this was kind of uh kind of cool because we see Melshi Telling Cassian, "Don't tell me again. Don't tell me again. Don't tell me again." And when they see the tie Reaper, that was actually a tie Reaper from the Rogue One um, Rogue One art, and then they were, it was actually the tie from Fallen Order, uh, Jedi Fallen oh, Order. Mm. Uh, Melshi tells Cassian, "Okay, go ahead and tell me." Mm-hmm. and it was kind of like a cool little thing that all he needed was just a little bit of hope to get to that next level um, we see B2 Emo actually become Emo and he's grieving <laughs> um, it's, uh, we, we, we learned that Marva wasn't just a resident of Ferrix, but she was actually called a daughter of Ferrix. she was pretty famous um, or she had some stature uh, yeah, wasn't that that, that sect
4: of of yeah, rebellious the, women the, from
3: Ferrix? Right. the The Empire called it uh, a social club. Yeah, um,
4: <laughs> like a book club. Right.
3: <laughs> right. Um, let's see. Then we see two native Narkinian brothers capture Melshi and uh, 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 Andor. Um, These guys were sweet. I mean, they just kind of gave had, them a ride. They're, they're kind mellow. of re- irrelevant. Yeah. They're yeah. irrelevant.
2: I don't think they even needed those characters. I've heard like,
1: of those two referred to as Mario and Luigi unofficially. Oh I just gosh. thought that was funny because <laughs> they
3: served no purpose whatsoever. That whole that whole well, scene
4: could have just been. The purpose was because they had the ship for them to leave on.
3: They did have the quad jumper that we saw just from steal episode the ship.
4: seven, but they no they, no no. I, but they wouldn't. You know, if they're not. There. I think
3: their I think their purpose was to. Um, uh, convey to the viewers that the empire has poisoned the entire planet, its water system uh that's yeah. right, and they did um, try to
4: steal the ship. they got
3: caught <laughs> yeah um <laughs> let 's see this is also the episode that we learned that Marva will become a brick for her funeral um, oh, that's
2: right, part of their rituals wait
4: didn't yeah. they ha- didn't he have the brick in his hand already well this was already episode, made episode in the 11. End. Oh, I'm sorry she was He's still talking about eleven she, she was I'm still
3: sorry. in the um on the gurney uh we see vel come into luthan's shop unannounced and she speaks with clea um and they kind of go the back and forth um and we we hear clea give vel this whole speech about how she's um got knives like controlling knives and you know to control one knife is easy but to control the amount of knives that she has to control is it's pretty crazy Um, we also see that as they're having this spy versus spy conversation, uh, right behind them is an Aztec calendar, but, uh, I couldn't make it out, but it looks like in the middle of it, um, they replaced it with, it looked to me like a hammerhead or an authorian, which was kind of cool. Um, let's see. Oh, then we cut back to Bix and she's being interrogated. Um, And that's when they show her the hologram of uh, Anton Krieger. And they're asking her, is this him? Is this... uh, uh, What do they call it? Um, Axis. Axis. And she just starts crying. Um, I mean, I don't know if she was crying because she was, like, faking that she's going to say yes. Or if she's crying because she knows that whatever she says, they're just going to... Keep torturing her. She was torturing, being torturing her. Yeah. her. Um, let's see. We cut to Mon's daughter uh, practicing the old ways, which just kind of blows the mind of, of Vel and, and Mon. Um, In a bad way. Which we'll actually talk about that a little more on the next episode uh, that we're going to talk about. Uh, Andor goes back to Nyamos um, and it's empty. The beaches are empty. He gets his box back. Um we see Luther and Saw give up Krieger as well. Oh, dude, that scene um, was perfect. Right. Perfect. So perfect. Luthen Luthan goes into uh Tense. uh Saw's compound. He blames everything on on two tubes. <laughs> 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 and two tubes is like, what? What? <laughs> um but we see this is the moment that we see that we see Saw. That, that we see Saw. Actually, <laughs> See kind Saw of, so <laughs> Yeah, I I feel like Luthen is kind of bringing Saw into the inner circle a little bit more of this uh, rebellion because you know Saw was like, "What you're gonna kill him and all his men?" Um, dude, and, I was waiting for him to say, "Pull gun it," you know, and all
2: yeah, of a sudden this, right? old, you know, <laughs> come out and,
3: and try to and pull Saw, the truth out of uh. Saw accepts it as you know. It's either it's either him, uh, it's either Krieger or it's us, kind of thing. And yet in Rogue One, Saw is the one that's made out to be
1: like the radical. Mm-hmm. And right. yet it looks like he learned some of that from Luthen. Um, let's call right. it. Whoa.
3: Let's see. We cut to Luthen leaving the planet, and as he's leaving the planet, he gets stopped by oh. a Cantwell class cruiser. Um, and this is the obviously, Little uh, we know it's, it's the yeah. tip of the hat, the nod to Colin Cantwell, who designed the original uh, Star Destroyers. Um, but what do you guys think about this scene? I, I, I'm not gonna describe this scene, I want to hear what you guys
4: think. So, that, that Star Destroyer was the concept art for yes. the Star Destroyers, that one yes. with all the dishes yeah. and everything. That was it. So I think that was a, a just a really beautiful nod to uh, Colin. That um,
0: that whole scene that was and that a, scene is amazing. That, was yeah. that whole scene the, the 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 tie fighters and the space battle. That's like that's typical Star Wars, right? So like that was like the Luthan. first like typical Star Wars being put into this series. And man, Luthen <laughs> is a hell of a pilot, as Finn would say. Dude,
2: did he did he steal the ship from an inquisitor or something or what what was that about
3: <laughs> he's got okay, a lot so of i heard tricks. i heard this theory uh, i can't remember where i heard it so if if it was your theory i'm sorry but um that luthan might be like affiliated with the jedi somehow he's that's because of that why kyber? that's he's why he's got that
4: big kyber crystal
2: yeah, dude, look um, at Windu. Look at all of them. They're all but mean. He,
4: but he has a, a, a shop with what, a bunch of uh, antiques. Dude, he's like. got a
3: lightsaber ship.
4: I don't know. Yeah. I don't think that was a lightsaber technology.
3: Oh, you don't think that was?
4: Just lasers. That, I'm sure there's an explanation that's like not like... Oh, I, I'm sure that's not like kyber crystal-powered... Uh, uh, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. It's sure of it? It sliced I'm it pretty sure, good like a lightsaber. can't be sure, but... It just looked like uh no, I don't know. I didn't see it like a lightsaber. Dude,
3: it was red, it was yeah, double sided. He's dark side and he spun like Anakin.
4: The spinning like Anakin I will I will agree with. I mean, Steve. Yeah. They mm-hmm. were they right.
1: were they were red? Really?
0: It was, yeah. They were red. Yeah, yeah they were I, I don't I
4: don't I don't think this is, is, kyber is, the Death Star uses kyber this technology is, and is, they shoot green
0: is The series is not about this, so I I, I disagree with that strongly. We're digging too deep
4: into the whole show
2: is about this ship now. I'm sorry, they were
4: probably like, "Let's add some lasers," you know, like no thought to it.
2: Tony Cairo is like Inquisitor
3: ship.
4: No, he probably doesn't even know what an Inquisitor is. Luthen
0: Luthen is one hell of a pilot. Let's just I want to see a Luthen
3: prequel where he learned all this stuff. His character is so sick. When we started, talk- his- when we, when we started <laughs> talking about, I think it was episode four or five when Luthan. when Andor and Luthan first meet. And within the first few moments of the of those two characters meeting, Luthan uh, trained, or not trained, but Luthan, like imparted so much knowledge. Gave him a lesson, with, yeah. Right, within their first few moments of, of meeting. I want to see the Luthan series where he learns all this stuff how to become a spy, how to outfit his ship with lightsabers (laughs) and and countermeasures, you know, where he learns like how to put on a wig and. So well, yeah.
4: He watched (laughs) Joker (laughs) flourish. (laughs) Um,
3: Okay. And then, uh, so that was the end of, Oh, the end. And then the end, at the end of episode 11, we see, uh, which was kind of like, Kind of heartbreaking. We see Andor just chilling on the beach, staring into the sunset as he lets Melshi go. And I was like, "Dude, don't don't." Stare they had at to split up. I was like, "Don't stare at the sunset on a beach." Yeah, they
2: <laughs> had they had to split up. <laughs> it's uh. I'm glad they did. I'm glad they just
3: split up. Yeah. um Episode 12 starts back on Ferrix. um So the kid that was building a bomb. Did you guys catch who the kid was?
0: Was
2: he Krieger's?
4: Was was that? He was that a, son, the assistant? He
0: was the he was the son of the dude that got killed in the shop. Yeah,
2: yeah. Oh, okay. So it was revenge, and then he's blowing That's the bomb. Was, got That's it. That's why he was got mad. It. In yep. Yep. in
1: in the earlier episode, is that the same? Is the the guy that got killed the dad? Is he the guy that runs out and is like starts banging on the? Yes. The ga- oh, the, like, not, yes, the, not the big, right. Like he's yes. the one that starts that whole thing by banging on the things, and then <laughs> yeah, the right. reaction of all the yes.
0: the uh, the bells ringing. Okay. And stuff. Yeah. I don't know names, but I know who these people are.
4: <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: cool little Easter egg. We see uh, a Lambda class Imperial shuttle land on Ferrix.
4: My favorite ship of right? The whole uh, component. and and this kind Deirdre of confer- with
3: this kind of confirmed something that we haven't known that we've all speculated up until this point, but um, Deidre exits the ship with, and she's flanked with two death troopers. I yeah. mean, we, we've we seen them now with Thrawn. We've seen them with um, Krennic. Now Deidre. Uh, we've seen them with um, Tarkin, in the, animation. Tarkin? It, okay. in the animation. Yes, you're right. Tarkin. We've also seen them with um, in Mando. Oh
0: yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> right with uh,
3: with Gideon. Moff. Gideon, Moth moff Gideon, yeah. the Moth. So the moff. high ranking, important, or ISB. They are personal security, um,
4: like bodyguards.
3: Okay, so this next scene, as as fast as it was, for me was just it was so. Clever. So we see Mon Mothma and she's waiting in her car for Perrin and you know it's like after a party. And when he gets in the in the speeder, uh, they ask the driver to give them privacy. Knowing full well it's it's privacy. Privacy. That's what she says. We're not in in (laughs) London yet. We're not in London yet. Um, That's how they say it. Knowing full well that that he's gonna eavesdrop um she asks him she asks perrin about his gambling and why he's doing it again and he needs to do that stuff back on canto bite not on coruscant to just he's just the, like what are you talking about the, the that was cool I too money. the
0: canto bite real quick canto bite that was cool yeah. that yeah. they threw that in there
3: um yeah. obviously i think that this is a total setup on her part yeah smart but yeah. on just her She's, part the husband's like blindsided not, by all of it. He's none the wiser. He's a jerk anyway. He's such an he idiot. He's such an idiot. <laughs> I think I, I I really wanted more Mon Mothma in this season. Yeah. But I think we're starting to see that she is... Okay, so we see Andor, right? This whole season. And he's cre- helping create this rebellion. He's lost everything. But what has Mon Mothma lost? Right, well, I think and they haven't
4: she, gotten to her yet. Her, like her she, she's still under the covers. You know, she's lost
3: her daughter, and she's accepted it. But now she's going to be using it to her own advantage, and she's pretty much saying, "Well, I might as well just lose my husband too." She had already it's lost that guy. Anyway. He's, He's been a jerk since the first time
1: it. we saw him. Yeah. Right, Capital.
3: cover she up. She likes to cover up the four hundred banker.
4: Yeah, yeah, they, they, um,
3: the yeah. How you Uh, next we see Cassian back on Ferrex. Um, and this was another scene that hit really hard for me. Um, we see Cassian and he's, it's the early hours of the morning. He's, he's rummaging through the streets to try and get away. And then he touches his dad's stone. And And we get that flashback. And we get the flashback of when we see little, little Cassian and he's just, his dad's cleaning some like, uh, computer processor heat sinks (laughs) and uh and and it was just a lesson that his dad was teaching him which was um you know everyone everyone looks outward to new stuff but he's like like you and me son we look down and we we look at what people walk by and we pick it up and we make it new again um i mean that was that was cool cool. um The next scene is we we pretty much get the 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 funeral the procession of the funeral, um, which
0: was amazing, that's crazy. The camera yeah. work, the sets, the costumes, the, the that sound, whole like, like drone really- scene where it's like coming through behind mm-hmm. all the imperial ISB and all the stormtroopers, and then like floats up, and then it's the whole
4: crowd of people it's walking, like the whole town, yeah.
0: But I like
1: how all of that happened after we'd been told by the Imperials as they're explaining to Deidre, like, they asked for this and we only gave them that. And then they they said, well, we want to start it at this time. And they said, well, we pushed it back two hours. And then really, people. everybody just went and did what they were going to do anyways. It Because clearly they were, they were only allowed to have like 30 people or something like that. And it was supposed to be two hours later. And they just, they did what they were going to do no matter what. Mm-hmm. And completely took the Imperials by surprise
2: when the when those musicians started playing. That made sense to the opening of the and the Andor theme song because it sounded it sounded like a high school band, <laughs> a horrible high school band trying to play Andor. And I'm like, this is different because each every every opening of Andor is a different version of the theme song, and it's really cool. And this one is foreshadowing obviously what we're about to see and then all of a sudden you see these weird instruments that you know how like Star Wars takes these old World War II type you know existing weapons and then they kind of modify them they did the same thing with these instruments which is really cool to see they they basically took real instruments and then just mashed them together. It's a
3: space clarinet it's not a clarinet it's a space clarinet
2: right basically I was looking for the Bith but I didn't see any Bith playing
3: (laughs) no jizz in this episode (laughs) I don't even
1: know where to go with that. I mean, that we see on screen. I mean, because we talked about Cyril and Deidre,
0: so we don't know what's going on with them. But. Dude, I, wanted, I don't care where we're going. I don't know where we're going with this, but like, I was hoping she was going to get torn apart when she was on the ground and everyone was grabbing at her. I was like,
3: she's like, yeah. So the They're white coat, and started it. So we see riot ensue because of Marva's giant, like thirty foot hologram, which I think is the coolest way to have a funeral now. Yeah, I'm definitely going to record myself doing that. <laughs> <laughs> and say, yeah. Any- <laughs> no, wow. It's just-
2: hey, honey, show this. Hey, Let's everybody. Play. And Welcome chin to chin. the Bad Podcast. <laughs>
3: Hello. <Everybody. everybody>. Hello <laughs>
2: <laughs> Boom, 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 boom.
3: <laughs> Dude, that's where you're going out, Steve? <laughs> that's it. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just going to. Enjoy your spice, everybody. <laughs> 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 Responsibly. Um, any any okay. chance
0: her death is faked? That's no. what I thought.
4: I thought that. No, She was going to be so. like, I'm on this planet. Let's fight the Empire or whatever. But yeah, she she's, no, she's In gone. The beginning, she's okay. having a hard time. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, I don't know how many of you guys have actual brothers, but Brasso is like the brother I think we all want, right? Mm. This dude led the funeral procession carrying Marva's stone and then just straight up He hit a dude in the, the head. Dude with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do <it>.
2: almost brained <laughs> him.
0: I told like would brain him. But the scene with him and Cassing in in the in the tunnels was The little out tunnel. That yeah. was a mm. Someone was cutting onions. That was a tough scene. That was acting in this whole
3: series has just been phenomenal.
0: This finale was like beyond great.
3: There's nothing that Brasso has done in this whole series that I don't like. That dude is. no. Nope. That dude. He's solid. Yeah, he's, he's solid. solid. Yeah. Uh, riot ensues. We see the TKs, the stormtroopers actually kill with precision. Yeah. Um,
0: <laughs> they were hitting things. No, A&H
2: no A&H
0: I mean, those fish in a barrel
3: was fish in a barrel so mm-hmm. Hard the to death mix. troopers escort Didra and then and then loser those were yeah those are some pretty inept uh death <sighs> troopers especially the one that just gets shot in the face later on by cassie like well they kind of i the mean neck.
2: they were set up they were set up for failure. As soon as they left the security and the three of them went across the street on their own in the middle of a crowd, wrong move. You don't just go with just three people in a crowd. That was, that was destined to get, to go to
3: failure. Um, we see Brasso, Bix, B2, the kid. Um, and there was another uh, girl there. I, I don't know her name. Uh, but they get She's on the ship. She's one of the Farrick's sisters. sisters' of yeah. She's like the pilot. She's going to fly it, I think. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm presuming that they're going to be the crew, the quote unquote crew for next season. Because um, Andor's going to meet up with them.
0: That ship was uh,
3: We see Mon Mothma back on Coruscant. She, at this point, has agreed to Skulden's uh, betrothal offer of the children. Um. So that sucks. Uh, <laughs> Look like a full Anakin seen... and
0: Padme. The moment. daughter's <laughs> down. Like, yeah. she's, she's, daughter really she's into the... busted
2: up about it. Yeah, she, she knows. So she's into that cult thing, kind of you know believing in whatever chance they're doing. And then she knows it makes her mom mad. That's what it's is, all about. Is, is that what she's doing? Why she's doing? Yeah, this? I think so. I think I mean, so. She too can't too stand her mom, and she's trying to she's trying to make her mad. She's rebelling. Why well, she looked it over? She she sees the kid. And then she looks over to her mom to get her mom's reaction. And then she kind of grins. I'm like, dude, that's that's out of spite. That's out of anger for her mom.
1: The leader of the rebellion has her own rebellion at home going on with her daughter. Yeah. Ungrateful little child. Kids, man,
3: I tell you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we see Cassian uh, confront Luthan on the Fondor. And he... He actually just says, kill me or bring me in. That was Luthan sick. Takes, Luthen takes up his briar pistol. Blaster. Yeah. Looks at him and just smiles. And then fade to Black. what a crate would end. The tent,
2: dude, it maintains the tense feeling all throughout. From beginning, from when it opens in that brothel, all the way till now. Peaks, peaks and valleys it's, in it too. It's tense, and and I can't wait for it's like adrenaline. I want more. Two years, we got to never. Wait. It's never
0: not tense, but it, there's time. There's moments where it just goes down, and then it goes back up, and it goes. But down. I don't get tired of being tense. Does
2: that make sense? Like I don't get tired. Like I, I'm, you, you, I'm on the edge, and it's
0: awesome. I feel like it's nice to know that there's going to be a, a result of it. You know, and this episode definitely like had that where we knew all these people are gathering in Ferex, and you're going, "Oh, like you said earlier, like everyone in Star Wars is going to be there." And then it just, just when things started popping off, uh, like that one girl, I can't remember her name, and she stabs the dude in the stabbing, full stabbings in Star Wars, just right in his gut. I was all. I mean, I was hoping that happened to uh, Deidre, but, uh, and the other. (laughs) No, I like Deidre. She needs to survive. We
1: never found (sighs) out who she is. We've had the suspicion all season that she was somebody important, and we never learned who she sucks, what
0: family she's part of. That's what she sucks.
3: She's Cassian's sister. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine? She She dyed her hair blonde.
0: Complete. Perfection. This episode. I don't think there's any other word How for did, it. Like it was can so. You, can good. you
2: imagine being given a being given a task? Hey, we, the we already everybody knows the story. Anybody watching it already knows the outcome. Um, everybody dies in Rogue One, so you have to have these characters. <gasps> there's gonna be a prison break. There's gonna be all these things. Like every we already know what's gonna happen, but but this the writer was still somehow able to create the unknown tense feeling. Throughout that's incredible writing, incredible.
0: The next season's
3: two years from now, oh my God. yeah. Yeah, they just started. So my theory is
0: gonna have to wait for
3: two Everything years. Everything is. Um, <laughs> I mean, this it kind of like I, I'm so invested now into this show, even more so than I already was, because I think season two is just gonna be off the chain. I think season two, like we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, how season two has to not cover one year, it has to cover four years. I just think that every episode is going to hit, and it's just going to be so well, good. It's definitely
0: going to jump ahead, right? Like yeah, it's, it's going to start a off. He's, he's been in it. He's whatever, and then it's just going to be what yeah. he's been doing up until Rogue One.
1: We We think so, but... Look at look at it this way. We watched 12 episodes of a show about Cassian Andor and, and the Rebellion, and yet he's still not a rebel yet. Honestly, the only thing he's done for the Rebellion directly was he helped Luthen with that one mission that he paid him to be on. All
4: done. The
1: rest of it was the Rebellion forming, like the pieces falling into place around him, but he's still not in it until maybe like if we want to consider him being on Luthen's ship at the end. His first I would stuff. say that is
0: I would That's say that thought, is yeah. the definitive like because Luther didn't kill him. We know this. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So there was only one other option was to bring him in. And the smirk on Luthan's face, <laughs> I think, you know, answers that. So I could just see the next season starting, and it's just he's he's in it. Like they're, and they're buddy
3: cops And they're doing rebel
0: stuff. So
3: I can't wait to see Monday. And and Cassian meet, yeah. That's gonna be oh, yeah. that's gonna I've be a good a nice episode. episode. Hoping
1: for that in this one, but uh, not. We're not there yet.
2: No, that's yet. okay. <laughs> Season two, the first. It's gonna be the first scene, and Luthen's like, "Okay, Cassian, hold your hands like this, and then twist them up."
3: <laughs>
0: like <laughs> this. I, I trading can't complete wait for the manifesto to get uploaded into K two. That's what I can't wait for. Yeah.
1: Um, I bet, I bet one of the whole arcs is about. I bet one of the whole arcs is about them getting K two. That'll be that be cool. Have
3: have have any of you guys here worked for like a big box store, like a Costco or a Walmart or a Sam's Club or anything like that?
0: Hardware
2: store. Yeah. My
3: brother in law. My brother in law does Home Depot. I worked for. Like that? Does Radio Depot
1: Shack like a million years ago count?
2: Sure. Okay. <laughs>
1: think
3: about the biggest
0: center. hardware store.
3: Think about the biggest corporation that you've worked for. Well, where you were just an employee, like you you were just like a number, you're just clocking in and out, mm-hmm. right? Sure. Think about how inept that company was. And now imagine if that company ran the entire galaxy. <laughs> 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 that was what they demonstrated in this ep- in this season. They are just they are always behind the eight ball, but always trying to make it seem like they control the whole pool table. Well, they were flailing. They were they were
0: flailing to control all those people. And I think it's before they got the grit that they had in a new hope. Right in a new hope, they were savages. They didn't care. They were just like, you know, like when Vader took over the ship, they're just killing everybody. You know, I think it's it's prior to that. They're still kind of like building their power. I guess I would would call it.
1: Yeah, there's still some semblance of the, the Republic and, and decorum that they have to follow. But once the Senate's gone and they're just, the, Emperor, the Emperor just closes its fist for good around everybody, then that's it.
3: But then they will slip right through your fingers.
4: <laughs> Why did you make me do this?
2: I guess you have a choice. You want a war? Or do you want to just give me a gun? My father, he go toilet on my hands. Oh, my God. Urine is 35 degrees Celsius, staves off the frostbite.
0: How is this relevant?
4: You know, fathers. So this week, we are going to be talking about Invincible. Um, You know, uh, it's not as known as uh, other um, properties, and it's sort of a play off of the DC universe a little bit. They kind of parody a few of the characters pretty closely. Um, but uh, you can uh, watch it yourself on Amazon Prime. They have a, a season one there. And season two is in the works, apparently. Um, uh, and I, I'm actually really curious to see what you guys think about it first. And then I'll mention the comics. Because it's it's it started from a comic book. So um, uh, who wants to uh, share their thoughts on it first? I'm going to start because
0: I resisted this show. You would talk about it all the time. I confused it with uh, an old skit from many years ago called the ambiguous gay, Ambiguously Gay Duo. I would make fun of you for liking this show. You had the costume that you've never worn it. Not uh, yet. Not yet. <laughs> I haven't. And I watched it. I thought it was going to be the boys, but animated. And I expected it to just be completely over the top, which it was to some degree, but I actually enjoyed it. It was entertaining. It was violent, but not like crazy. Cause it's kind of just like a lot of blood. Really? There was a few Whoa. things here or there, but uh, the story was cool. And you know, fight me on this one but it's kind of like guardians of the galaxy too um a little bit <laughs> but uh with ego and star lord i don't know uh but uh cool story cool animation the uh it's like seth rogan in it
4: yeah he, he's he one uh of he's, voices? he's yeah he's the alien the weird alien dude the Alan, one the one yeah. eyeballed alien um, yeah, he's really yeah, cool. Alan, Eventually, name? Alan. Yeah. Um, there's, still some, yeah.
0: there's some there's some one liners in there that are are pretty all time, but uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, sorry for making fun of you for all this time for enjoying mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. but it was an yep. entertaining show, and I would keep it on my hard drive. Nice.
4: All right, good. Who else? Rexplode. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that guy's such a turd
4: he's a jerk yeah <laughs> he's a complete jerk i
2: love how I love how he's in there <laughs> he's trying so hard trying so hard and he's like failing miserably but um yeah i didn't know what to expect man like i'm glad i watched i ended up binging it because what do you do when you're sick you uh you binge a bunch of stuff and so um I saw the first two episodes and I was, well, the first episode pulls you in because at the very end, you're kind of like, wait, um, a major thing, those that haven't watched it, <laughs> you, if you watch the first episode at the very end of that first episode, it's going to pull you in and then it's going to hold you hostage the entire series. So yeah. there there you go. Watch that first episode and you'll probably want to finish the rest. And it... Uh... Yeah, that's when you realize how graphic it is. It, it is It is pretty gory. I mean, it's a cartoon, but it's an you adult. can imagine what's... Yeah. Oh, yeah, you're yeah, definitely... It's... This is 14 above for sure. There's a lot yeah, of minimum. Smashing of skulls and the dude's skull. eyeballs. Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. people the, being ripped in half. Scene.
4: Yeah, the subway scene is... Oh, my gosh. There's oh, so, so much yeah. blood. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. We're good. It sounds like my you know, fa- I I, did the fa-
2: want-
4: huh. I like I the did Nolan Grayson
2: that. voice, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought that was awesome. That it was his voice. Yeah, and it's also. I did want to
4: say- um, oh, go ahead. Sorry.
0: I just wanted to say my favorite part was when he was uh, uh, Omni Man was fighting Invincible, and he punched him in the chest into the mountain, and then it brought down an avalanche on top of him. I thought that was cool. <laughs> yeah,
4: it's like super <laughs> That was like the best extreme.
0: part yeah
4: what about you guys Steven or Remy?
1: yeah I mean I so I I because st- we, we've been talking about watching we've been talking about doing this 400 hard drive for I've, I've been trying to get now. you guys
4: to watch it yeah well I and what I, I think I was thing.
1: the only one that actually like jumped on it at the beginning and so um, yeah, yeah I mean, it's a I'd couple of months yeah it's been a yeah. while I, I like I like that we've got some content that's I mean it's classic old school like you know superhero style animation and yet thematically I mean, it's it's far more mature than than uh than anything that we would ever let our kids watch right um mm-hmm. but yeah at, at the end of the first episode where i mean it just kind of takes the whole thing and sends it in a direction that you were not expecting up until that point and the entire rest of the season is is all based on that and and even the way that they leave it at the end you know now we're wondering all right man what what is going to happen in season two and if if that sets it up to be more epic than what like the fight sequences that we saw in season one it's gonna be crazy
4: so the 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 comics actually have 114 issues i'll, I'll just just mention this real quick and and th- so there is a story that happens and, and the comic and the show are not 100 by 100 percent, you know identical they, they are taking some things and, and changing the timeline a bit just to make it fit the show a little better. But, um, but I'll, 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 after Steven gives his, um, his uh, opinion, I'm, I'm going to mention more about the comic. So, yeah, but, but um, sorry, Ramey. I don't know I, if you were finished or not.
1: I, the only other thing I was going to add is I, I think they did a great job with all the
4: voices too. So yeah, there's a, it's a star studded cast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I was going to say, I love all the voice work uh, from this show. Um, I don't know if you mentioned it. If Invin- uh, Invincible, Invincible was
4: made by um, Ryan O'Neal and uh, Robert, Robert Robert Kirkman, Kirkman. Kirkman yeah. who who made Walking The Dead. Walking
3: Dead, and so right. like literally like the whole cast of this show is just everyone that's died on The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, Pretty much. I also like the way that they do the opening scene of the show, and then and then like yeah. it, cut, it cuts to in- Invincible.
4: Like the title card, yeah. But yeah. each each episode, it gets a little bloodier and bloodier. Uh, yeah. I didn't notice that until I
1: got farther into the season, but then I I picked up on that. Yeah, and it basically like the first time in each episode where you hear the name Invincible, where, where they mention them, it instead of them saying it, the,
3: they just flash yeah. the title card and it shows the name. It was well done. Right. Um, I think my favorite part of the season was uh, the aliens. I forgot the name, but the aliens that come through the portal. Oh, how, the Klaxons. Yeah, the Klaxons.
4: Over Everyone's and over having, and over again. My favorite such part, such a
3: hard hard time with them.
4: Like, an Omni it's Man so, just comes and literally the, destroys their their entire planet. Essentially, yeah, <laughs> that's my favorite part. Sorry, that where he gets thrown <laughs> in the portal and he's like, and and Mark comes home and he's like, ah, like Dad's, you know, he went through a portal. And she's like, ah, it's just a Tuesday or something, and he's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's fine, he'll be back. And of course, we see everything he does, and it's awesome. Um so, uh, sorry, Steven, I don't know if you're finished. No, that's it. Okay. Um, well, thank you guys for that. And I just wanted to mention, so the, the comic does go to 114 uh, issues right now. Um, and so you find out what what happened, because Omni-Man, obviously, at the end of the show, he, he leaves Earth because of, of the shame and and whatever he's, his emotions got, got to him. But... Um, uh, so, so in the Shame. comics, you do find out where he goes, what he does. The, there's more of of these Viltrumites. He's not the only one. Obviously, they're from from a planet called Viltrum. All that is true, and and you you meet all these new people that are just way way more powerful than Omni Man. Like it, it's like you can't even imagine. I don't know. It's hard to explain because I don't want to ruin it either. Because there's a lot of cool little things there, but. If you do want to catch up without having to read all the comics, you can go on YouTube and just search like Invincible Explained. And there's like a it's basically like three hours or something, but there's like a three hour video that kind of goes through the entire chronology comics of, of the comics. Right. And and it explains everything. And it even talks about how it, it contrasts with the show a bit and, and certain things, because certain things that are in the show come out a little bit later in the comics. So it's like they're they're kind of swapping things and making it work. but
1: So how much of the comics... So you said it was like 114 issues or something. How much of the sh- the first season... 11
4: issues. 11 issues.
1: So out of 100 and some odd issues, we've seen 11 of
4: them in I episode. think they have... Wow. Yeah, I think they have enough for like five seasons of, of material so far. But they're only just now getting to work on season two. And people have been bugging the artist about it, like uh, the, the comic book artist, like Ryan Otley. He's like, what? Why is this taking so long and, and is it happening or, you know, and he's like, it's happening. I promise it's awesome. Um, you know, and, and if you're familiar with the comic at all, or at least those recaps that you can see on YouTube, you're, there's a lot coming and it's really, really, uh, like, like if you thought season one was crazy, season two is going to be insane, insane. So I do recommend checking out the YouTube and, uh, yeah, catching up on the comic side of the thing. Cause it's really good. um, and that's it for Hunter's Hard Drive. Um, next week, we're going to switch it up a little bit and talk more about um, some some video game stuff and some more uh, some other, uh, I don't know. We're, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll see. It's going to switch up a bit. But yeah. But uh, thank you guys for your opinions on uh, Invincible. And thank you for watching it, finally. I'm glad everyone finally liked was it. able to. Yeah. What's that?
3: I liked it. Yeah.
4: You liked it? Cool. Good Maybe. choice. Good, good, good.
3: Thanks for doing well, your job.
4: Thanks for yeah. Thanks for participating. Thanks for coming to work <coughs> today, guys. <laughs> but yeah, thank you, boys. Republic, empire, what's the difference? Conversations
3: with crosshair. <laughs>
4: like, yep, I, I, I. I I worked on uh, Levi's truck, and uh, I'm fine. <laughs> I hit a target from 150 meters.
0: <laughs> we'll keep it short today. I think I think in the chat we were like, yeah, let's just do like a half hour episode today. <laughs> I know
2: we're up to hour 40 minutes. later. It's hour 40
0: already. That's what I thought. Two and a half hours later. Let's just let's just let's just do this. It's Thanksgiving week.
4: Tomorrow. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, shit.
4: Oh, wow. 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 I
2: Ryan's just got the look.
4: All over my- uh, <laughs> <spin>. That's okay. <laughs> that
0: pretty good. I was about to say I'm thankful for you guys. <laughs> You're assholes. But not now. <laughs>
4: I was about to be thankful we were wrapping up, but... Cool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh no! Dang. I was gonna say this Thanksgiving we uh we got some uh this this rad uh, giveaway thing we're doing we're all doing these Honda Supply ornaments we are mm-hmm. all pretty fortunate dudes all of us on here uh, to get to do some of the cool stuff that we get to do and um, the 14 people that listen to this uh, get to <laughs> enjoy stop that. There's <laughs> um, way more than 14. Uh, we th- 16 40 it's like 16.
4: 17 or 18 um yeah, but yeah man, <laughs>
0: come on we're, we're fortunate we get to do this stuff and uh lots to be thankful for this year and glad we can do some small stuff to try to give back to to people just not even outside of our little community here so uh i appreciate y'all and i hope uh the four of you guys on here have a good thanksgiving Good to, good to be uh, on here. All of us together.
4: Likewise, Aww. love you, boys. Yeah, same. Yeah, thank you. Hope you have a great Thanksgiving, everyone. Hope it's good. Hope that there turkey fries go. just right. Oh, it will. <laughs> that
3: was that was sweet, Brian. He's, He's a gonna some, some patch. He's I'll go back to being sour next week. <laughs> <laughs>
4: first, they're sour. Then they're sweet. It's Brian.
3: Well, everybody, I think that does it for us today. If you've enjoyed listening, give us five stars on your on your podcast app. You have no Six, idea bro. how much that helps. Six. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We've got weekly episodes, unboxing reviews, and so much more. Where'd Joko? I'm right here. Oh. You awesome. can follow Eevee. me at TV on Instagram. Sometimes, sometimes Twitter. I think I'm on Hive now. Uh, I don't know. Um, John, where can people find you?
4: Instagram and Twitter. Alpha Ignition. Joe, where can people find you?
3: Tech bad batch. Brian, where can people find you?
0: Uh, let's go with uh, Dad Batch Pod. This week and check out our initiatives we're doing our giveaways, our raffles, our stuff.
3: Nice. And Ramey, where can people find
1: you? From now through Christmas, you can find me at givendssorg dadbatch. Awesome.
3: Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 17 of the Dad Batch podcast. Have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly.
0: Dragon Dagger. With the Dragon Dagger, the Green Ranger can summon the mighty Zord. Alert the Power Rangers and play the home to battle. Beware the Dragon Dagger makes its own fighting sound. I don't like the name of that tool.
4: Believe me, it's a hit. The Power Ranger Dragon Dagger from Bandai. Too hot to handle.